0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's a former federal agent. He's a guy who has a vast knowledge of the border and what's happening between Mexico and the United States right there along the Rio Grande and beyond. It's Victor Avila. Victor, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me back. Always appreciate having you on. VictorAvilaSpeaks.com is his website. Make sure you go there. I know that you're just back from the border, but I want to start in Arizona. You're just back from the Texas border with Mexico. But in Arizona, you've got President Joe Biden speaking. By some chip plant or something. I think that it's actually a foreign-owned chip plant by, like, Thailand or something. But either way, he goes there, and he's right there by the border again. Victor, I went back through his history as a senator, as the vice president, and as the president. Joe Biden has never been to our southern border, ever. He drove past it. He went from, uh, from El Paso over to a part of uh, New Mexico, so they, they were on I-10. I guess he could have looked to the left and seen
1: Mexico, but the guys never stopped and said a word there. Why do you think that is? Because they can't defend it, Joe. I just, came, I just came back from the border, and I've been to Arizona as well. If they go to the border, they will not be able to have an excuse and continue to ignore the chaos that is happening down there under their own policies. That's why they refuse to go down there. And frankly, it's an insult to the tens of thousands of border agents, HSI agents, and every federal agency that works on the border to secure our homeland For him to say that there's nothing, there's something more important than that. What can be more important than protecting our homeland and our sovereignty, especially with the the problem that we have with fentanyl and the crisis of illegal immigration? For those who didn't
0: hear it earlier, when President Biden was asked why he's not going to the border, he said because there are more important things to do. Uh, when it comes to not only just the southern border, but this country as a whole, the fentanyl problem killing over 100,000 people a year, the human and sex trafficking of little kids across the border, you're seeing uh, 5 million people in less than two years come across illegally.
1: What's more important than that, Victor? It's not Ukraine. I'll tell you that. And, right. and, and, and but we send uh, people down there. We send billions of dollars, but they will not give it the importance. It's our southern border, our own protection, our own line. Uh, with Mexico and, and the imminent threat that we face from the cartels. Let me tell you, uh, I was just uh, four days. I spent four days in Eagle Pass and Del Rio. It is chaotic. You will not recognize the United States of America of people from all over the world walking into this country without any, any restriction whatsoever. And I found out uh, as well, Joe, that people, uh, illegal aliens are being processed on the Mexican side. That's right. NGOs, these non-governmental organizations, have been given the authority and the power to process with Border Patrol paperwork. And we're calling these paroles. They're calling paroles. I used to have the authority to issue these as a special agent. You cannot do that. And and they've been giving paroles to people on the Mexican side. They're walking across a legal port of entry, pre-processed and walking in.
0: They're given paperwork by NGOs. They're not government organizations, and they're doing the paperwork as if they are part of ICE or or the border patrol. I'm not sure I understand. They're They're in Mexico processing people, and people walk across the border and go, hey, look, I
1: got processed. That's right, they're going up to the, the, the US customs inspector and uh, they're showing these yellow envelopes and they guess what, they already have the paperwork, they already have the permit and they're allowed to walk in and they're acting like some quasi uh, embassy or, or, or consulate, yes. which is completely illegal to do that, but I want people to understand this is where they're coming. They're coming through the port of entry, underneath, in between the ports of entry in the river, all places and the desert in Arizona, with no restriction whatsoever. And the, 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 the problem here is a national security and public safety issue is that they're not vetting these people properly. I followed buses from the processing center in Eagle Pass after they're released are dropped off to this NGO center in Eagle Pass, Texas, where there was over 500 illegals now waiting to get their bus tickets and airline tickets to hit the rest of the country. I, I interviewed a lot of them. A lot of them are coming over from Nicaragua, from Venezuela, from Colombia, and they, guess what? They owe the cartels the money. Uh, in one case, the uh, Nicaraguan uh, national says that he uh, owes them $8,500. That they, That's what they charge wow. them to come over. And he owes them that money, has to pay that $1,000 a month when he gets to Minneapolis. And if he doesn't pay the $1,000 on time, he gets fined $300, like an interest uh, fee. And then if eventually, if he doesn't pay anything, they'll take his home and kill his parents. This is what he told me directly. This is the, what smuggling turns into trafficking. I also quickly saw, saw a five-year-old come across the river by herself with a Ziploc bag with instructions of where to go in the United States, completely by herself, an unaccompanied minor. It, the trafficking is continued right before our eyes. And no one in this administration, no one in in any political aspect, either left or right, is doing anything about it.
0: Uh, Victor Avila speaks. It's Victor Avila, former federal agent, uh, also an expert on the border. Uh, Victor, as a former law enforcement officer, how exactly is this not aiding and abetting the cartels? How is Joe Biden and Mayorkas and everybody who is complicit here, Kamala Harris, how are they not aiding and abetting sex trafficking, human
1: trafficking, drug trafficking? they, They literally are, aren't they? It's exactly that. They're aiding and abetting. They're, they're complicit in this whole activity. I tell you what, Joe, I stood there, and I don't know what the agenda is anymore. At first, I thought, well, they're getting all these people for votes. Maybe that's still the truth. Uh, I don't know what it is uh, other than changing our, our country, fundamentally changing our country, because these people are coming to bring their countries here. They're not assimilating to the U.S. And we are not doing things about it. I'm working with a, an organization called the America Project. We filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration, against Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, to compel them. They're representing ranchers, property owners that have had enough, They have their fences cut, they have their properties damaged, they've lost thousands of dollars, and uh, they have brought suit on behalf of them to compel. They don't want any money. They want the Biden administration to be told by a judge, a federal judge, to do their job and follow our constitution, follow our legislatively passed laws, which are completely ignored right now.
0: I think that you would know this better than most. Um, Recently, Governor Abbott here in Texas uh, said that it was an invasion. And there's an invasion clause in the Constitution. And he says he's going to put the Texas National Guard down there. You and I both know that the Texas National Guard have been down there for a long time. But they had no enforcement capabilities. They couldn't arrest. They couldn't do anything. They were just there, I guess, as a show of force. Has anything changed since the governor said this is an invasion? Is there now any enforcement
1: by by our own National Guard? Texas is being invaded. Unfortunately, absolutely not. That, that invasion that, that was declared by our governor meant nothing. One of the one of the reasons why I went down there is I wanted to verify, in fact, if anything had changed. I stood with the Texas DPS and National Guard as we all absorbed, observed the, the DPS, I mean, sorry, the uh, Border Patrol take custody and process them. Several groups, separate groups of over 250 up to plus 400 people And I'm thinking, well, the invasion has been declared. Why isn't the DPS doing what they were supposed to do and and the National Guard and repel? That's what the invasion allows you to do, to repel the people at the river right there and not allow them to come in or even maybe then take them to the port of entry and return them back to Mexico. But nothing has been done with that declaration has just been words at this point by our governor.
0: Would there be some sort of a conflict? Because I know that the Border Patrol agents, the front line, agree with you and me. I know that the management, of course, are a bunch of idiots, and by that I mean Mayorkas and those uh, those who are controlling it, uh, whatever the policies are that are being put, put forth. Would there be a conflict, though, if DPS and the Texas National Guard did what you said, apprehended, then brought them back and said, goodbye, go back to Mexico? Because they literally can do that now with the invasion clause, as you said. Would there be a conflict? Would Border Patrol then somehow have, have a, a confrontation with the Texas Authorities or not? No,
1: let me tell you, I talked to the border agents. They were welcoming, they were waiting for, and hoping that Texas will step up and actually do that because they want to do that. That's exactly what they want to do with their own jobs, but they're not allowed to do it under Mallorcas and Biden. So I think that if uh, Texas would actually start doing the enforcement, by the way, there was no uh, operational plan here. I mean, when I did it in my career, something as big as this task, you would have things in place before you would declare the invasion, but none of that has changed. You know, you heard about some of these tanks being sent down there. I saw some heavy equipment. But nothing has changed, absolutely. But I'll tell you what, I think that the Border Patrol agents, if they saw the state of Texas DPS troopers and state guard start doing this and this actual enforcement, they would then get the backup of Border Patrol and say, well, we're probably assisting the state of Texas to do it. I think they would get the help from the Border agents and hopefully get together in unity and kind of a solidarity of law enforcement and say, you know what, we're not going to pay attention to the Biden administration anymore. We're going to continue to uphold the, the oath that we took and defend the borders and but they haven't had the opportunity to do that cuz no one is doing anything about it
0: it is uh, Victor Avila. Go to VictorAvilaSpeaks.com. He's a former federal agent. He was involved in that shootout that ended up killing um, uh, Jaime Zapata, his partner uh, with a Mexican drug cartel. He, his partner was killed, and I guess you were also shot, with Fast and Furious guns, which was an Obama operation with Eric Holder, sneaking guns into into Mexico, and bad guys got a hold of them. Um, and again, I appreciate you coming on and talking about what's happening at the border. Do you believe, like I do, that they're not sending Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris went to El Paso, but you're from El Paso. She was mm-hmm. nine miles from the border. She never Went to the border, didn't see a border facility. Stopped, waved, took some pictures, and then went to California. Biden's never been. Majorcus goes, and the border patrol turns their back on him because he's that incredibly uh, either incapable or he's doing this on purpose. But is the reason why they're not actually going the vice president and the president because of plausible deniability? If of they course. if
1: they go, they have to admit what they see. That's absolutely right. You can't deny. You can't deny. I, I, I went there, I continue to go there, and it would take you five minutes to realize what they are doing. Right. They would then be responsible to tell the American people that what's happening at the border is because of their policies. I hear them say all the time they're trying to fix what Trump left behind and this whole nonsense, which is completely untrue. It's the Biden administration's policies of getting rid of remaining in Mexico and wait till uh, Title 21 is lifted on December 21st at midnight. I hear this groups of 15,000 on the other side of Mission, Texas, in Tamaulipas, Mexico. And there's a, a group of a bunch of people waiting for Title 21 to be lifted officially. And that's the day it's going to happen. There will be nothing left in our arsenal of our own laws, of our own abilities to, to hold people back. And they're coming. And they're coming in droves, Joe. And um, that's why they won't go down there because they want it that way. They've decided purposefully and deliberately to have it this way. What's interesting to me, is I didn't
0: know that they were processing people in Mexico, Victor. What's interesting to me is that seems to, to, to be it, it would take away the ability of Texas or Arizona or California, not that they would, or New Mexico to claim there's an invasion. It's not an invasion. I've been processed. I, I've, I've claimed asylum. I'm going to go and get a court date. So uh, do you think that they're doing an end around to make sure that the
1: states can't do anything? That's a great point, because um, those numbers, by the way, will no longer be counted as encounters or be counted as illegals. All of a sudden, all those numbers don't, don't add up because they're not illegal, technically not illegal. They're coming in with a permit. And I wanna say something about the term invasion. Invasion has nothing to do with immigration if you think about it. People think, well, if you declare the invasion, it's against the people and the illegal aliens coming in. Actually, it's an invasion of a lot of things: of the cartel, of the of terrorism, of uh, an invasion of our constitution, an invasion of our sovereignty. That's why the declaration of invasion is so important. I wish. Abbott would, uh, uh, and I hope that he still does, consider then moving on actionable things on the declaration because he just sent out a personal tweet where at this point hasn't meant anything. I want to see the action of the DPS troopers. I spoke to a lot of troopers down at the border all the way up to Midland, Texas. They're not even aware. Some were not even aware that their own boss declared an invasion. Wow. So there, there hasn't been disseminated down down to the troops down on the line. They have no idea what's going on. As a matter of fact, none, none of the troops, the, uh, the DPS troopers that were there last year From all over the state they haven't been sent back it just tells me that there was no plan in place to actually enforce the the declaration when it came down so um we're anxiously waiting for for something to happen it might take something legislatively when the the session starts next year we'll see if that changes anything but i'm hoping i'll continue to go down there and let you know what happens
0: victor the name of the book is agent under fire right that's right, Agent Under Fire. Make sure you go and get his book, Agent Under Fire. His name is Victor Avila. A-V-I-L-A is his last name. Let me ask you about something you just brought up. This is an invasion of the cartels. It's also an invasion of MS-13. It's a potential invasion of Middle Eastern terrorists. We have no idea who's here. But let me ask you very specifically about the cartels. There is no doubt at this point that they've got, they've got cartel houses all over this country now. That The cartel is actively operational in America now.
1: true. They're everywhere and 45 countries abroad. They have a heavy presence, not just in Texas and the border towns, but everywhere with the fentanyl, the meth, cocaine, making a huge comeback. I mean, they're pouring these drugs, heroin coming in on a daily basis in between the ports of entry, through the ports of entry, everywhere, killing us. Of the 110,000 deaths that we have of these uh, uh, overdose deaths, uh, 65% are, are attributed 100% to fentanyl and the counterfeit pills. I talk a lot about, uh, the, the losing of our youth with one pill. DA has a great, um, uh, program going on. One pill kills to get people aware and have the parents talk to their kids about the, the experimenting with drugs. A lot of these kids are not even drug users per right. se. And so you have, uh, this, that's the real epidemic. They're killing us through the cartels, through China, That's the invasion, the the threat that we face when China gaining control through Mexico, through the cartels, buying our territory, buying our lands, 140,000 acres near the uh, Laughlin Air Force Base there, there in Del Rio. It's happening, this invasion is happening in many bigger ways than people think. The distraction is the number of people and the hundreds and thousands of people crossing every day. El Paso has a huge problem right now, over capacity at these uh, detention facilities. And guess what? The Biden administration doesn't want to hold them. They're moving them out as quickly as possible because they want to avoid that 17,000 under the bridge that we saw last year in De So they're pushing people out. We have a big issue with sponsors. We don't know who the sponsors are, especially when it comes to the kids. If somebody says, I want this child in Chicago, no one is checking that address in Chicago to see what the next of kin relationship is to this child. And so we have a trafficking problem. I mean, it's a huge issue and it's too late when you uh, when your family or someone in the interior of the U.S. becomes a victim of a crime at the hands uh, of these illegal aliens like many angel moms and dads have. And and that's the reality that uh, the communities, local communities are suffering with crime, schools, health care criminal justice system it's the impact is happening now as we speak it's
0: happening everywhere in every corner of this country it's victor avula go to victor maybe 30 seconds left victor but you talk to the residents down there the democrats make the mistake of thinking because somebody is hispanic ethnically then they they're all for illegal immigration of course they're not and those who live along the border they've been depleted of all their resources these border towns are, are just decimated by this what are the
1: individuals who live there saying to you they are completely fed up. And yes, most of them are Hispanic. Most of them are ranchers. Most of them are tired of dealing with their cattle, having to move their cattle. From feeding on their own property to a different property because they keep on eating all the debris and trash that the illegal aliens leave behind. The dead bodies that they find sometimes in decomposed conditions, mm-hmm. uh, the rollovers, the chases through their their county, through their properties, they are just completely feel ignored by this administration and they're wondering... We're United States citizens here. Why aren't we being uh, um, heard? Why isn't this administration, from all different levels, by the way, uh, paying attention to what's happening down here because it's affecting them tremendously, it's affecting these communities in many different ways, in their businesses, uh, in, in, in their in their commerce, and in, in, in the, the relationship with Mexico is a big one. I know Biden is going to Mexico. He's not going to have the conversation that I would have with AMLO, the no. president of Mexico. He's going to have a very different one, one that probably uh, allows Mexico Mexico to continue to do what they're doing. But Mexico needs to be held uh, accountable for what they're not doing in Mexico. Right. And so there's a lot of uh, issues to look at here when it comes to border security.
0: Victor, I appreciate you coming on. Victor Avila Speaks. It's Victor Avila, former federal agent. Thanks a million, my brother. We'll talk again very soon. Thanks, Joe. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Paggs. I yeah, appreciate you we appreciate Victor coming on um, again former federal agent down there at the border all the time and sees what's really going on people on this side what they're saying people who are coming what they're saying little boys little girls that are now indentured servants to people on this side it doesn't make any sense something's got to be done about it I'm not sure what it's going to take I know the house is going to try to defund this or fund that or maybe impeach my Mayorkas is that going to help who knows 888-941-PAGS, 888 7247 Want to hear from you on this? Stop at the website, JoePags.com. You can check out the merch at the store, JoePags.com slash store. Still time to buy stuff before the holidays. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show.